Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So many of you might know that I worked in the field of addictions for eight years, um, specifically when I was in Nova Scotia, but the field of addictions actually encompasses, or I should say my work and a lot of work includes encompasses addictions of all kinds. Um, generally, there's addictions to our substances that we think of alcohol, drugs, substances like food, um, actions, gambling, sex, uh, retail shopping, retail uh, addictions. Uh, but there's also lots of addictions to the patterns in the life, in our lives, our habits that we uh, use every single day. One of those habits I wanted to talk about today is um, the habit of putting our youngest uh, self behind a wheel of a car uh, to drive in, <laughs> say, downtown LA. So for instance, we're in our lives and we're grown-ups, but we feel emotional and we don't know how to deal with and we don't know how to cope or manage with our circumstances. Generally, that's because we've put somebody really young and doesn't know what they're doing behind the wheel of a car, behind the wheel of our, our, our life. In a sense, we put their will in the seat of, the, of our car and they're driving your life to uh, where it's going. Uh, and if you don't like where it's going, uh, you might want to get that younger person out of the seat of your car and put in someone that has uh, more wisdom, perhaps your inner guru, uh, and or someone that you know that you can trust. This is obviously the person inside you that needs to do that. The title of our uh, podcast today is What is Divine Will and What's That Got to Do with Aging? So if we think about a five-year-old, uh, that five-year-old really wants what they want and they want to choose based on, um, on what they want. They want to be in control. They want to have what they want when they want to have it. Uh, I know a lot of kids who want that and I know a lot of grown-ups that want that. But from a, from a spiritual practice or from a practice of actually cultivating awareness and living into that awareness and truth, something has to shift. Otherwise, they're just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, wanting different results, but obviously not getting them. Um, many, most of us have been raised in some sort of religious or spiritual tradition that includes um, spiritual principles. And most of those principles have something to do with loving one another and ourselves. It has something to do with compassion, uh, faith, humility, um, gratitude, kindness, acceptance, allowance. These are things that are words, but we know what they mean in terms of what to do with those so that our lives are manageable and or better than manageable. It's actually extraordinary, transformative. So our little kid doesn't really want to play that game. They, they don't want to play the game necessarily of sharing and of uh, generosity. They don't necessarily want to, to think of other people as, um, as important as they are. Even though that we've been raised with these principles, we don't actually train ourselves or exercise the muscles 
that it takes to actually live those principles. Hence, we have a world where there's lots of war and there's a lots of um, conflict and challenges where people aren't taking care of each other or themselves. So that leads me to talk just a moment again about karma in a sense that when we Uh, allow a five-year-old to be sitting in the driver's seat of our car and driving in Los Angeles, we know the outcome isn't going to be good. Why do we keep doing that? It's a pattern. And the karmic pattern and the karmic patterns of doing that actually interfere with us having a great life regardless of the age. And as we train ourselves to get the five-year-old or the 10-year-old or even the 15-year-old out of the seat of the driver's seat, and we put in someone who's got more wisdom, uh, that's a good thing. That that clears our karma, if you will. It, it, we're learning to, to put someone in, who has more wisdom into the seat of the car, the driver's seat of the car, so that we can get to where we want to go. Sometimes there's nobody on the planet that can do that for us. You know, we can't hire an Uber driver or a taxi driver. We need to go to something else. And uh, in all 12-step programs, whether it's AA or substance abuse or adult children, all 12-step programs begin with step one, which says, hey, I am powerless. I admit that I am powerless over my circumstances. In most 12-step programs, it says I'm powerless over my addiction or or I'm powerless over alcohol or I'm powerless over debt. It really comes down to I am powerless over the circumstances of my life. I'm powerless over people, places, and things. I'm powerless over the way that I see the world and the way that I'm acting according to my perceptions. And when we can admit we're powerless, that's a really good thing. And 90% of the people that we that have heard this first step of a 12-step program go, I'm not admitting I'm powerless. That's giving up. When in fact, it's actually such a wise thing to do is to admit when you're powerless. So for instance, um, we know that the aging process is a continuum. You're going to age and there's nothing you can do about that. In a sense, you are powerless over the process by which your physical being is going in that direction. You are powerless over that. There's nothing you can do. And if you continue to think you have power over that, that's pretty silly. That's like a five-year-old driving a car and saying, hey, I'm not I'm in, I'm basically in denial that I'm going to die or that my my body is aging. And that denial doesn't get us any place. In fact, it creates a lot of other problems, other challenges in our life. So the point of this is first of all when we we can admit that having a 5-year-old drive our car or even a 15-year-old drive a car or driving this situation of aging, and let's say you're 60 years old, but the 15-year-old is still trying to control the situation, it's probably not good for you, and it's not good for people around you, because you may not be taking the responsibility to truly um, make choices based on your highest truth and your highest good. When I talk about that highest truth, highest good, I'm talking about a will beyond that um, adolescent or childish self, the will of a wise individual, the will of the inner guru of you, and the willingness to um, surrender the egoic. It's generally an egoic uh, control, and that egoic control or that childlike control is about 
being in control because they're afraid there's nobody there that they can that will support them that that in if they turn their will over will they be safe will they be supported and a lot of people say there's no evidence there's no research to prove that and the fact is is there's millions and millions of people who are doing 12 step programs who will give you the evidence their life has changed because they've been willing to number 1 admit that when they're powerless over their life circumstances when they admit that they're powerless over their abilities to spend well or to um, drink or eat uh, or or have sex uh, in a way that works they will tell you that, that that is the evidence because they are they are the the proof of that so the point of all of this is as we're aging we need to exercise the ability to turn our will our younger fear-based will let go of that for the support of something greater some knowing some inner wisdom that we have there is no doubt that that lives within you and it lives within each and every one of us and for us to exercise the will to turn our will over or to let go of or to say hey I need somebody who knows how to drive in LA traffic to drive the car that's wisdom <laughs> That's total wisdom. And, you know, so we want to begin to consider how am I, how am I exercising my wisdom? How am I not willing to exercise my wisdom? We can see that all the time in people who have substance abuse or eating disorders uh, where they don't want to give up control. And it's partly, uh, it's not a, it's sometimes a denial, but sometimes it's just a matter of I want to have what I want when I want it. And if that's serving you, all power to you, that's great. And when it's not serving you, I'm just encouraging you to maybe look at the possibility of uh, perhaps accepting and allowing that there's some other support here uh, that's available to you in in the in the way of an inner guru to to support you. There are uh, life coaches, spiritual coaches, psycho spiritual therapists, all kinds of people, and all kinds of books out there that can support you in this process. You don't have to do it alone. And uh, my intention is to let you know, first of all, you're not alone. And second of all, I truly trust and uh, trust you to empower yourself that you can make these choices that make a difference for you so that as you're aging, regardless of how a what age you are now, that your aging process can be something that's fulfilling to your human spirit and delightful and extraordinary, even through the challenging times. Well, that's it for now. If you're interested in uh, hearing more, I've got blogs, I've got uh, books at theparadigmshifts.com and videos on YouTube. And uh, just let me know if there's something I can talk about for you or if you'd like to be interviewed on the show, that would be great. Just email me at rosie at theparadigmshifts.com. rosie at theparadigmshifts.com. All right, big hugs and blessings to you all. Bye for now.